right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Grinding, grinding, grinding over week two's NFL slate. Thursday night football, Patriots-Steelers, a prop bet you need to bet today before the line gets worse. Uh, I have so much in front of me here. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? Good morning, Michael Mananski. Your grind never stops, brother. How are you? That's the sound of a man excited to bet Thursday night football, folks. Woo! Hear that in his voice? Yes. Either he's. I'm thrilled. That sounds like a guy about to, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I can't, my son listens, so I'll just uh, get lucky or um, uh, bet football. Or, or both. Who knows with Chris Scheim? True. Um. Boy, I have a lot of stuff in front of me here. Uh, we'll go about 15, 20 minutes today. Uh, Friday's podcast will be our three picks. Saturday, Propapalooza, and we get ready for Sunday uh, football, full slate. But the Thursday night slate starts tonight. It is Amazon only. Amazon Prime only. You heard you correct, people. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you are not watching this game tonight. Correct, Shime? Do I have that correct? That is correct. You can watch on Amazon or the easier way to do it, if you uh, watch Twitch at all, just go to Twitch. You can watch it right on Twitch on the NFL channel or on the Amazon channel. So, so you don't have to subscribe or anything? Just uh, free? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You just watch it on Amazon. It's, it's, it's so much easier to just watch it on Twitch. That's what I've been trying to explain to people. It's the exact same thing. They're driving the exact same traffic the way they want. It's so much easier if you just go to Twitch. Yeah, we bought um, – it's not it's not some great TV, but there was a, a great – I don't know if it was uh, Prime Day or what. We, we bought a new TV – and it's actually an Amazon TV, so when you turn oh, it on, awesome. it goes right to Prime. So I think I think I should just be able to turn it on right from there, correct? Yeah, you should be good. If, if that's the case, if you have like an Amazon-specific TV, you should be golden. Um, I, for those people who don't, though, that have to search it out, I'm telling you, just go to Twitch. It'll be ten times easier than trying to find Amazon Prime Video. Uh, and even really easier uh, is that it's on WEI at 7.30. Yes, it is. Uh, on the, the air right after Monday night. Thursday night football after we talk to our friend Fitzy. Uh, and Bomber Brad from FanDuel's uh, Mohegan, Sun, Mohegan Suns FanDuel Sportsbook, who's now 2-0, giving out college picks. He's got another underdog for us tonight, I'm sure. Hell yeah. Uh, at about 645. So I- I'm going to start with uh, – we'll get to Thursday Night Football. Okay, but I want to start with the Patriots, Sean. This, is, this podcast is called BetQL Boston. Yep. We are Boston-centric. Yes, we love picks for everything, but we are super focused on your Boston teams. There is no Red Sox baseball tonight. We'll have, a, I'm sure, a, a baseball bet tomorrow for Red Sox and Royals. At least I will. And Shine will be like picking, twiddling his thumbs or checking his phone when I give out a baseball pick because he's out on baseball right now. <laughs> uh, let's start with the headline. The Patriots line is moving. Okay? Yes, it is. Um, it opened one and a half. It was one and a half for a day or two. It went to one. And now it is two or two and a half, Shine. If you look at different books across the board, you can get it as, as low as Patriots minus two. You can find some Steelers. At plus two and a half. That's because the money is coming in on the Patriots. According to the Action Network, 37% of the bets, but 64% of the money has come in on the Patriots. A lot of sharp betting on the Pats here, Chris Scheim. In fact, and I'm not entirely sure why this is the case, the most bet game on the board week two Thursday morning is the Patriots, who have over 22,000 bets, at least tracked uh, uh, according to the Action Network, the next closest game when you take out Thursday Night Football, which has almost 90,000 bets, obviously. Um, the next closest game is like 18,000. So for whatever reason, people are, are like moths to a flame. They want to bet Patriots and Steelers, and they are now betting back the Patriots. Bill Belichick as a road favorite off the loss. Might be tied to that stat you gave us yesterday about teams uh, losing in week one against the spread and you know, betting back blindly in week two. Maybe that's it, but 
People are betting the Patriots. They moved the line up a point, uh, at least a half point or a point in the last 24 hours. Yeah, I don't really understand this. I, 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 and, <laughs> I, I don't either, and I got some stats that are going to back that up in a second, Chuck. It, well, it's not like there's any news that's come out that's made me feel worse about the Steelers. There's no news that's come out that make me feel better about the Patriots. Was that, was that line caked in that Mac Jones wasn't going to play now that he practiced? Are people now betting the Mac Jones is going to play thing? Maybe. It only moves a half a point for Mac Jones. T.J. Watt not playing? I, you, we, we knew T.J. Watt wasn't going to play as soon as he came out of last week's game. Well, we, we did, but the casual fan is probably a little bit later to that than we are because we're so locked into this. Crap. No, I think everyone on the planet knew he had a torn pack. At the very least, he wasn't playing this week. I mean, luckily for him, he, he you know he doesn't have to have surgery. He'll be back in six weeks. But everyone knew he was missing this week's game. Everyone. So my my I'm with you overall, but I think so. I think that the injuries are a small part of it. I think that there's a lot of like big time uh, you know, betters who are saying they got to get Patriots minus two, Patriots minus two. It's sort of a buzz pick right now in the industry, and there's this narrative now that the Patriots got unlucky, Shime, and the Steelers got lucky. So what? That was last I, week. I I, I, under, I understand. I understand, but. The, the, the Patriots that, you know, they, they uh, had the, the strip sack for turnover. This is something, kind of what Belichick said. I mean, this this idea that these big, uh, you know, these big plays are sort Such of random. loser's excuse. I know. It's, an, it's a very analytical approach to it. And well, because Steel, every- Steelers got four picks. They sort of got lucky on their end. They barely hung on against the, the Bengals. Patriots got unlucky and lost the road to Miami. So, like, I, I, when you yell out, I don't get it, my heart says I'm with you. My brain is put together in the last hour or so this morning. Why? I don't think it's right, but I think I know why people are betting the Patriots. Yeah, there's a 0% chance I would ever bet on the Patriots in this game. N- nothing, nothing, no, ev- no statistics, no evidence, nothing you could give me, no numbers you could give me would convince me to bet the Patriots this week. So I, this is why I don't understand. Like, if you just, just use your eyes. What did you see? The Patriots stunk. I, I mean, Dan Orlovsky on our airwaves told us yesterday – that the tape was worse than what we actually saw. Yeah, like the Patriots' offensive concepts are are high school at best. There's groups of three guys within five yards of each other on pass plays. They were in the same same damn pass play eight times, eight times in one game. You ran the exact same play. Like very- I, <laughs> there is not unless Tom Brady is stepping out on that field in a Patriots jersey. There is not a gosh darn thing. You or anyone else on the godforsaken planet could tell me that would make me bet the Patriots this week. Not a single thing. So to that end, okay, I mentioned this yesterday. I started to post my bets on the Action Network app. We got a couple new followers yesterday. If you know the Action Network app, you really should. Um, you can follow me at Mike Manansky and follow Chris Scheim there as well. We both have our, our photos up there. Uh, maybe be verified there soon. We'll see what happens, but uh, uh, certainly on there. Um, I already posted. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bet this in a little bit when I make the drive to New Hampshire before lunch. I'm betting the Steelers plus two, um, and, and I'll, I'll tell you. We, and we mentioned this specific stat or theme of stats uh, a bunch of times the last couple of years in the Winners Club podcast. Rest in peace, John Anderson. Um, Mike Tomlin is a dog. So this is this is a legit thing. Yep. Mike Tomlin is a dog in the NFL. 46, 23, and 2. That's stupid. Against the spread, including a win last week, week as a dog. Um, and a, a, an outright win. For, forget the against the spread. An outright win, straight up win, as a dog against Cincinnati. How about Mike Tomlin as a dog at home, Shime? You ready? Yep. 19 games the Steelers have been home dogs. Against the spread, 14, 3, and 2. 
Jesus Christ. I'll give you one more. Mike Tomlin is a home dog straight up. 13-6. and six. <laughs> So at home, as a dog, Mike Tomlin is covering the spread at a 74% rate. I have it 82% of the time. 14, out of ni- 14 wins out of 19, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, so 14 divided by 19 is 73.6. Okay, I wrote down 82% because my math is wrong. So, yes. All good. Either way, you're telling me three out of every four times he is a home dog, he wins. So, not only am I with you on <laughs> – so, I'm with you on – so, the eye test, on the eye test, and I know we're supposed to do this on Friday – but I, I since I already play, I since I said, and it may go to two and a half. By the way, and at, you know, I, I, I'm I'm open to buying this bet. And if it goes, it's not going to three. I, there's no way it's a too critical of a number. Like big numbers in the NFL are three and seven. To go through those numbers would take a massive amount of money. So I don't think we'll get there. But we're already seeing some two and a halves. So I'm going to jump in at two on DK. Yep. But I'm fully admitting I may jump back if it if two and a half. I probably won't jump back in. But if I'm not afraid to play. Three. Imagine. I mean, I can't. Well, you're so you, here's listen, the thing. If it gets to three, you said for two days you're not betting this game. You're betting this game oh, to three. If, if it, it gets, gets to three, three I am taking going. the Steelers all day, every day, and 30,000 times on Sunday. Here's the thing I'm learning, and I'm, I'm noticing this just a lot because of the board and where the money's at right now uh, on the board this week. I, I think we're in full fade the public mode. Like you look well, at the I, Patriots. I well, we'll get to your profit for tonight. You're not. You're not going to like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I understand that. But <laughs> I, I mean, when it comes to picking games, I'm in full fade the public mode. Sixty-four percent of the money on the Patriots in the Lions Commanders game on Sunday. The line has moved in favor of the uh, Commanders, so it is now down to plus one and a half. It was two and a half yesterday. It is now plus one and a half for the Commanders, and eighty-two percent of the money is on the Lions. And yet the line is moving down and away from the Lions being heavy favorites. Like it's, you look at it, the Falcons are currently getting 80% of the money against the Rams. I understand that line's up to, or uh, is at 10.5, but still 80% of the money is on the Falcons. Uh, It's, it is this weird phenomenon where just like a million people are betting uh, on one team. The Jaguars right now are getting 81% of the money against the Colts. Like I just, I'm the Jets are getting seventy seven percent of the money against the Browns. I am I am pretty sure I am about to go into full on fade the public mode because like yeah. I just feel like people are convincing themselves of something in a game and everyone and their mother is betting it and they're just wrong. They're just not even close and Vegas sees it. Like the way Vegas is moving lines, especially the one that stands out to me, like I said, the Lions Commanders line, like the way that line has been moving does not indicate that that the Lions would be getting 82% of the money and yet they are. And so to me, Vegas is goading you, baiting you to take these lines and they are going to rake up the money on you boobs if you continue to do this. Yeah, I've not done the deep full slate dive because I got so caught up in this Patriots stuff this morning. Because I'm like, why is it two, two and a half? And I, and the Action Network again. This is where my Tomlin stats come from. Uh, I started digging into that. I'm texting like, and by the way, Bill Bill Belichick is not terrible. Like I, he awful loss um, with Cam Castle and Mac. I think he's four and one on the road against the spread. So he's not. It's not like it's an an automatic no. loss for Bill. But my whole point is, like, that's a small sample size, one only five games versus this monster sample size. I mean, 19 home dog games for Tomlin, uh, you know, 70 games or so just as a dog in his coaching career. He's 46 wins and 23 losses, much bigger sample size. And I also have this thing in my head, it's a bias, like, 
yeah, Belichick with Brady was an against the spread machine. Yeah. And if I have any regrets in my life right now, um, it's not just are, betting on the Patriots. Which there are right. many, Shime. I have many, many, many regrets. Personal, professional, so many regrets. Different podcasts. Many, many. So many regrets. I should have been betting more against, with the Patriots with Brady and Belichick against the spread. Like, I, I should have gotten, I won't say rich, but like kind of rich off just betting the Patriots. 100%. And I, I, we're we're going to look back at that window when they covered like 80% of their games together. Like, what the hell are we doing? So I, I, I say that to say this it's not Brady, it's Mac Jones. The offensive line is a disaster. Um, I hate the Kendrick Bourne stuff. Um, I don't like Matt Patricia. I like Tomlin as a dog. I love the fact that another again, this is not this is just a, an eye test type of thing. But Brian Flores is now on that coaching staff. He's going to have a really intricate knowledge, just like Josh Boyer did last week uh, against the Patriots. So uh, it's already up there on the Action Network now for me. I'm betting the Steelers. I'll be picking the Steelers on this show tomorrow, barring big injury news either way. I'll be picking it on Merloni 4A Mego. I'll be betting it this afternoon. Steelers plus two. Mike Tomlin, home dog. Send it in. Yeah, that's. I I'm, uh, just, I, I'm buying in. With I want to get this it. out there now. I mean, we will. We will mention some of this again tomorrow on the Friday Pick'em podcast. But for now, I want to get it out there because I just was so aghast looking at it today, and I was dying to. I was going to text you during your show. I'm like, oh, he's busy. I'm not going to. But because I was like, I, I couldn't believe these numbers. And this might be my lead tomorrow morning. In. Now, thanks to you, thanks to you, because I think this is this is important. People need to know about this. I will. Um, I'll send you. A, I'll send you a note that has all the numbers. On Thank it, so you. I'll do the work for you. Uh, that's for Sunday. Um, I have a prop bet that I want people to bet now because, like my the Mike Gusecki pop uh, prop, I think it's going to go, and I'll save that for the end of the show. Okay. But I want to turn to Chris Sean, who is very excited about Thursday night football. How many bets do you have in for Chargers Chiefs already? Um, I think six. Of course you do. Um, you want to fade the public, but turns out your can't lose automatic winning prop is the most. Bet prop bet on BetMGM that's over Travis Kelsey receiving. Yeah, I saw that from John Ewing earlier today or last night. Um, here's the thing: I uh, I feel confident in my ability to identify props, having gone ten and one in in week one. Um, so As you should. when it comes As you to should. when it comes to prop bets, I'm not going to worry about that that much. And actually, I found a better way to bet this. Actually, for people who may may not have been able to get out and bet tomorrow yesterday, sure. can you just give us your Thursday night card? Why don't you just run yeah. through because you have more conviction on this card. And then I, I I'm trying to build the same game parlay because I have a free bet I have to use today. Yep. So I'll let go. This is the Shime Thursday night football card that he's been like literally salivating over since Sunday night. So the line for the bet I gave out yesterday has moved. Originally, it was Travis Kelsey over 79 and a half receiving yards. Yep. Uh, that number has moved down to 76.5, but it's at minus 140. So what Oof. I recommend to you is that if, you, if you're going to do it, it, use Travis Kelsey, use him in a same-game parlay. I put it up to 84.5 yesterday uh, and got like plus 120 out of it, uh, which I personally loved. As I said, the last three games against the, the uh, Chargers, he's had 92, 104, and then 191. Um, so I, I love Kelsey against the the Chargers tonight. Um, so he's great for same game parlay. The better way to bet this, I think, though, uh, which is also what I did, uh, Kelsey to lead all receivers in receiving yards tonight uh, is plus two hundred, two to one odds mm-hmm. that Travis Kelsey leads the leads the game in receiving yards. Can I ask a quick question? Go about for it. This and look at this today because I'm tr- I'm trying to find a reason to, to, to hop on board with you. A- any concern that Derwin James healthy? It's only week two and he is one of the better tight end safeties in the NFL. You gave us some great stats yesterday on Kelsey's track record against the Chargers. Yep. What I didn't know is that with healthy Derwin James or, or a banged up Derwin James. And here's, here's what I'll tell you. It doesn't matter. 
Okay. Um, and and there's a reason for that, and that's because of the defense Brandon Staley pl- plays. He plays like this, uh, like deep zone defense. Um, so you'll notice uh, in a lot of games against the Chargers, they force teams to check down and then they rally up and tackle. It's the same thing that they do. I think it's Jonathan Gannon does it over in Philadelphia. Uh, they come from kind of the same tree. It's that Vic Fangio defense. It's more of a zone, anyways. So they don't generally man up. I don't expect Derwin James to man up with Travis Kelsey for 60 minutes. You might see it here and there, but I don't expect it to happen very often, which is why I'm not too worried about it. Uh, All right, so we'll start with Kelsey. What else on the, the Thursday night card? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Kelsey over-receiving, Kelsey to lead the game. Uh, the next one, Eckler under 95.5 rushing and receiving yards. Uh, he The last couple times he's played the Chiefs, he hasn't hit this number. Like, he hit it the three, three games ago against the Chiefs. Uh, ultimately, though, last week we saw Eckler sp- share carries with Sony freaking Michelle. Uh, if they're trying to keep Eckler healthy for the long run this season, they're going to continue to do that. Uh, and so I looked at the most inflated number, which is his rushing and receiving number at 95 and a half. And I went under, uh, it's actually now up to 96 and a half at minus minus one fifteen. So you're getting an even better number there for basically the same value. So I really like that. Um, the other prop bet, kind of weird. You, we never bet on this, but I actually really like Khalil Mack to have over .75 sacks tonight. Basically, for anybody who doesn't understand why I would say .75, it just means he can't have a half a sack. He has to have a full sack or multiple half sacks. He can't just have a half sack in the game. You're getting that at plus 130 as well. Uh, Khalil Mack looked awesome in week one against the Raiders. Uh, he had a sack in that game. I expect him to have a sack against Patrick Mahomes, who was sackless last week. Uh, so I expect that to kind of come back to earth a little bit, especially in a game that I expect to go under, which is where, again, I'm fading the public. I'm under 54.5 in this game. Uh, it's down now down to 54 in most places. I, I'm not sure if you can find uh, a 54.5 anywhere, but uh, I, I got it at 54.5 yesterday. I'm st- Even at 54, I still like the under. A- Action Network tweeted out this awesome, awesome stat, which I sent you yesterday. Um... In the wild card era, so since 1990, totals of 54 and a half or higher on Thursday night football are seven and zero to the under, with an average of 13.8 points per game going under. Yeah, it's good. And you can you can get it at 54 now at DK, and it's it's minus 105. So they dropped yep. it from 54 and a half down to 54, and you have it at minus 105. I'm certainly as part of my same game parlay. I, that's I'm not on a t- I'm not on a side. I'm on the total with you. Yeah, and you, that's you, you, you put me on that, angle. and it makes short short week. No Keenan Allen. Like there are definitely some signals where the under is the play tonight uh, in Kansas City. And this by the way, this game opened at fifty two and a half. It went up, and now it's coming back down. There's some buyback happening on the under. So is that is that the full shine card? Anything else? That's a, uh, that's so I think I might go back up and play one more thing, just because it's now out and it wasn't out yesterday. Uh, that would be DeAndre Carter over 28-and-a-half receiving yards. Yeah, you were on him to to make some plays here. Again, Keenan Allen, I said Mike Williams yesterday, Keenan Allen out of this game. Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of want to go in and, and do a same-game parlay, go under Carter over 28-and-a-half receiving yards and the Carter touchdown, which is plus 240. Uh, and I can actually get you the exact odds on what that um, same-game parlay would be, yeah, sure. uh, which is... That. Why won't you come up? Do the math for me, computer. Okay, hold on. I did this wrong. I'm going to have to edit this. Hold, please. I can't find it. The hell with it. scores. Oh, yeah. And so in same game parlay, which is weird, uh, TD, anytime TD scorer, DeAndre Carter, is better value than on a regular prop bet. So if you just bet the DeAndre Carter anytime touchdown prop, it's plus 240. But if you do it in a same game parlay, you get it at plus 350. 
Really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I literally have it up right in front of me right now, which I find ridiculous. Um, but at the same time, awesome. So, so the the same game parlor that I want to go place tonight under fifty four and a half points. DeAndre yep. Carter anytime touchdown score. Um, oh wait, hold on, that's why because in the same game parlay the uh, oh no, that's right, I'm reading it wrong. Duh, Re- forget that. Under fifty four and a half. DeAndre Carter anytime touchdown. You're excited he is, folks. He's like a dog that's like running around. Well, chasing underneath the- it it said passing TDs are not included, and I'm like, what the hell is that? What, what do you mean? I can't get. He yeah, can't catch can't a touchdown. He can't yeah. throw it. That's yeah. why. I got confused for a second. Uh, and then over 29 and a half DeAndre Carter receiving yards. Um, you can that those three things alone is plus 1200, so 12 to one. Um, if you want, if you would rather go uh, over 19 and a half instead of over 29 and a half DeAndre Carter receiving yards, it's still 10 to one, uh, which I I like just as much. I, I, I actually I like that a lot better. So wow. Um, okay. So I, I I will definitely be going up and placing this 10 to one uh, same game parlay tonight. All right, so speaking of same-game parlays, I have a 20-to-1 same-game parlay. Four pieces. I want to run it by you. I know you like the first part. Well, in, in, in the, the same-game parlay, for some reason, I can still get 54-and-a-half. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. So I just built agreed. this. 54-and-a-half on the under. Gerald Everett, anytime touchdown score. We talked about Gerald Everett yesterday. No Keenan Allen. Donald Parham is out. So he's basically the only healthy tight end. So Gerald, Gerald Everett for a touchdown. Yep. Uh, over Mike Williams, 54.5 receiving yards. Again, is the number one target for Keenan at, for, for Justin Herbert. And I, I was toying around with, with your Kelsey bet, which is with, but the other guy that I was thinking about playing tonight uh, was Juju, who got a million targets. He was clearly, outside of Kelsey, the number one receiver. So I, I can get him at over 54.5 receiving yards. I can get that at 20 to 1. So under Everett, Juju's over, Mike Williams over at 20 to 1. I may replace the the juju with Kelsey, depending on what odds I can get. But I, I'm building that sort of same game parlay for tonight, and I I, I like that you we like you know, the Gerald Everett thing was something we like yesterday. He's almost three to one to score a touchdown as part of the same game parlays, and so I want a little action tonight. I don't feel great about everything, so I think the same game parlay is how I'm going to do it. And those right now are my base legs. What is so, the juju number again? Just I, I, I plugged it in as fifty four and a half. Fifty four and a half. Okay, so. Here's the thing with Juju. Uh, the only thing I would mention is, and this is from uh, Sal Vetri DFS uh, on yeah. Twitter, uh, MVS actually led all KC receivers with 51 snaps and 33 routes run. Beautiful. Uh, unfortunately, he only had four targets last week, but I expect that number to kind of go up this week, especially with how many routes run he has. So you may even be better off, and because he's a long ball guy, you may even be better off going with like, Marquez Valdez Scantling at over thirty nine and a half yards, which is minus one forty instead of minus one thirty, uh, and that would be maybe the only change I would suggest. You could, I, I think you could even squeak away with f- over forty nine and a half for MVS at plus one fifteen. Um, that would be the only possible suggestion I would make. The rest of the same game parlay I like. Well, I can turn it into instead of getting twenty to one, I can turn it into nineteen to one. So I'm losing a little bit of value. Just by swapping out Juju for uh, over 64 and a half receiving yards, Travis Kelsey. Ooh. And I can make I it love. 19 to 1. Yeah, yeah I, that it, I love. It, yeah, it involves the show too. 64 uh, Kelsey receiving yards? Yeah. 64 I and a half. Yeah. I, 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 I absolutely love that. All right. So uh, that 10 and Okay, you just talked talk me out of Juju. You talked me out of Travis Kelsey. So over 64 and a half receiving yards for Kelsey, over 54 and a half for Mike Williams, Gerald Everett, anytime touchdown, 
and the under of 54 and a half. Gets me 19 to 1. Yeah, so that and, seems fun. And for, for our listeners out there, uh, yeah. when it comes to Gerald Everett, I like the touchdown prop. I don't love the receiving yards prop. The number, I'm with you. I'm the, with you. The number keeps going up. It's now up to like 41. Yesterday Which, we were by the talking. Way, it should be going up. He's going yep. to see more targets in this game. There's no doubt in my mind. Even on, even on an under game, he is still going to be targeted in the red zone. There's yes. no doubt in my mind. And uh, so his number's up to like 41 and a half. Uh, yesterday it was in the 30s. So I, I just I think that people are betting him too much, and um, and so I'm kind of I'm against the yards, but I do think I do completely agree with you. I think he is going to get peppered with red zone targets, which is why I really like the touchdown prop. Okay. Uh, anything else on Thursday Night Football, Sean? I gave people a lot to chew on for this uh, uh, second Thursday game of the year. No, that, that, that's it for me. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you my. It's it's early. It's not Saturday morning prop action yet, but this is. I think this is going to move, so I want to give it out now. Um, the doo doo. What what team gave up the most yards per carry on the ground defensively last week? Yards per carry. Can I? It, I, I it, I'm pretty sure I got it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's the Tennessee Titans. Was the Atlanta Falcons? Ah, uh, who gave up uh, 19 carries for 151 yards? That's an eight. Yards per carry average. Oh, now smokes. Taysom Hill was part of that. Okay, yep. Taysom Hill had some big carries there, but they got gutted on the ground. Uh, the the L.A. Rams have a nice long week to get themselves ready to go for Atlanta this weekend. Uh, Daryl Henderson has proven he is the number one back there. He rocks some people who drafted Cam Akers. He helps some people that uh, drafted Daryl Henderson late. Um, so I think the Rams are going to have a fairly easy time this weekend against Atlanta. Atlanta's coming off a very emotional divisional game shot. They emptied the tank. They almost uh, upset the Saints outright. They easily covered the five and a half. And so emotional letdown for Atlanta's defense. Daryl Henderson's going to run the football. They're going to establish the run. Uh, DK has posted a yardage total for Matt Stafford at 276 and a half passing yards. I love the under. Oh, Matt okay. I am, and the theory here is they blow out the Falcons. Henderson and company have a massive day on the ground, and Stafford doesn't need to throw the ball much to win this game. So that's my theory. I'm going to play the under now. I believe this number will come down a couple of yards before Sunday, and this is a Rams blowout spot. I'm already pro Henderson, and I'm going to take Matt Stafford under 276 and a half passing yards, and I'm going to be playing that today like I played Mike Kosicki last Thursday. Yeah, so I like that. I want to get that out there now. That's good. Uh, I'm into that because, and I think also you can tie in just like you said, the Daryl Henderson prop at 59 and a half, I think is pretty reasonable. Totally um, agree. And that's why that's so I started my process because he's going to be a very, very popular play in DFS this week. He's not priced up. Um, you can, you can fit him in cash games, fit him in tournaments. And so I started looking around that Rams game in general and just immediately thought that number is too high for like Matt Stafford in a normal game, shootout game. 300 yards, easy. It's Cooper Cup. It's automatic. I totally understand that. I just don't think that the score is going to dictate. He's not going to have to empty the tank. That's so my thought. But the Henderson stuff also is in play this week. You you said eight yards a carry, right? They averaged? Yeah, 19 for 151. That's what I so uh, here's the other thing. Um, yeah. The Daryl Henderson longest rush prop. I know that's kind of a weird prop. 14 and a half yards. Hadn't thought about that yet. Minus uh, 105, too, for the over. Okay. Well, I, so I, that's I will, a, it's something to think on. It's something to ruminate. Something. I to have think no other about. prop. I have one prop to give out. Okay, because I don't. The thing's gonna move, and I yep. want people to get it now. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I got a text I, you our, get me our, excited. I'm sorry. My, our buddy Mike D texted last week and said I have a worse number on Mike Kosicki now. So he can still bet it, 
but yeah, this podcast we 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 are such a big podcast. We had zero percent uh, uh, impact on that line last week. Uh, we'll have zero percent this week, but other people will. And I'm getting this number now. It's minus one fifteen. I'm getting it now. I'm betting the under on Matt Stafford passing yards. I like it. That's what I'm just telling you. <sighs> That's a lot of football. Oh, it's a lot of football. <laughs> I love football so much. Uh, we'll be talking about this game tonight, obviously, and the Patriots on Monday night, 6 to 7.30. Bomber Brad with a college football pick. Nick Fitzy Stevens will join us at 7 o'clock. Subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. We'll each have three picks tomorrow, Shime, with a more detailed, actually a really detailed breakdown of Patriots-Steelers a day early because it was just so interesting that it's the most bet game. I apologize for prematurely breaking that thing down. Had to do it. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll give some picks. We'll have props on Saturday. And away we go. Anything else for the people, Chris Shime, on this uh, uh, Thursday morning as we get, uh, by the way, chef, as you would say, chef's kiss Fall Thursday morning. Oh, oh my goodness! Crisp and beautiful. It was amazing out there today. Uh, I can't wait to get it, get out there some more uh, once uh, once I'm done uh, working over here. You know, um, I know you co- you folks have come to us as a golf podcast, but if we're being honest, I did not place any golf bets for the uh, Fortnite uh, challenge. I think nope, not a one. The PGA Tour literally has the Tour Championship takes two weeks off. They start the season again. My golf season, personally betting wise, will probably start with the new year. Yes, that's sort of my golf calendar. Uh, there's golf action going on right now. Maybe our fr- if you want golf action, go check out our buddy Ryan Hannibal because I am, I am more focused on football right now than I am on the golf, and I'm not going to give out bets on golf that I've not made or DFF picks. I, I don't even have a DFS lineup yeah. right now for golf. As you as you mentioned uh, with me twiddling my thumbs about baseball, I am just I am full full go on football. That's it. That's all I, I got. Tell. I am all I football tell. all the time right now, and it's going to be that way until January or February. All right, Chime. Uh, we get the people a lot. Let's uh, get it out there. We'll retweet it. We'll pump it up. You did you you didn't give out your Kelsey pick anywhere else, correct? The podcast. No, nope, I I the, I did not give it out on the show. I gave it out only on the podcast. That's it. All right. Well, we will uh, text during the game tonight, Chime. Thanks, I, buddy. I can't wait, Mud. I'll talk to you later.